0: Hi lovelies, welcome back to Hermana's Club, I'm your host as always, Leah Rodriguez, and we are going to be focusing on the stigma of therapy. Now, when I think about therapy, I generally do think about the opening scene of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, you know what I'm talking about, the two box leather chairs, they're sitting there like, you know, suited and booted, and you've got like an elderly lady in front of you with her glasses pulled down, taking notes on what you're saying. Now, that is always categorized as rich people business, right? You know what I mean by that? That's always a standard in a rich and wealthy home. There's always the therapy and, you know, the therapy, the Pilates, it all mixes into one, right? Now, I feel with the outbreak of lockdown and, you know, just general mental health, the need of therapists especially in these past what couple two years has risen we needed support we needed help and i feel within the first lockdown we all somehow got used to it and we somehow managed some of you know we just you know we tried to get on with it and i felt like with the back and forth and not knowing what's going on we're fighting with the unknown can cause lingers of depression anxiety not wanting to leave the home not trusting people having hallucinations having these horrible deeply thoughts about harming yourself or harming others and this is going into a deeper fact of mental health now bear in mind people had mental disorders before lockdown so you also have to put in consideration of beings being a person who's already struggling with their mental health condition having to now go through this it can be beyond challenging and you know therapy has had a massive rise due to this now not everyone has received help due to the high cause of therapy needed and I just wanted to speak about this within this podcast because I feel it's very it's a hard topic because you know I can't tell you all what to do amongst yourselves you have to go through that and experience it for you but I feel a lot of people the stigma behind it is accepting help Understanding that you're at a place in your life where you need to reach out and you need someone to talk to. And although you know, you can be you could have friends, neighbors, family members, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, colleagues that you may trust, it's not the same. Sometimes you need someone in a professional environment to go, This is the cause of this. We are going to co- help the situation by doing X, Y, and Z. Now, seeking help from therapy can come from a load of different reasons from facing a significant crisis with lockdown dealing with extended period of anxiety or depression so like i said having to go through it already on top of what you're going through now coping with a major life transition dealing with a complicated family dynamic problems in a relationship that could be family or your partner trying to manage addiction or substance abuse or wanting to make changes for better mental and emotional health you know for me personally who has gone through therapy I've gone through two sets of therapy and for me on my personal side it just wasn't for me it didn't help me now you can find a therapist that is for you and that is amazing. However, I got therapy in the such where I was getting reminded of past thoughts or past triggers or things that I needed help with. I was, I was finding myself thinking more about it 24-7 than when I didn't have therapy. And I found more support elsewhere, getting myself into work or talking to my peers or my friends and having that. And I found myself more helpful in them environments than a professional environment however you could have people who don't want to speak out to their friends and family and want the extra professional help and want to keep them side of their life separate which is also totally fine but when i do speak about therapy to friends or family or you know i've had a family member recently who wanted to do therapy and kept it so on the down low like it was a massive secret and i was like you just don't need to if that is something you want to do you don't need to um and er about it like just do it no one is going to judge you for putting yourself first we say things like therapeutic like it's very therapeutic to go shopping today how therapeutic is it to clean the house and you know i could say a list therapeutic for music we say it all the time right and like i said it's quick words we it on social media i am one to blame if i go shopping that's my therapy now if we can consider materialistic things hobbies, journeys, travels as being therapeutic? Why can't you use communication as therapy? And that is what this podcast is about, is you as an individual, if you can leave your house, spend heaps of money and class that as therapy, why don't you speak out what you're hiding from? What is the deeper problem? What is the deeper root? You know, the feeling you get when you swipe your card or the feeling you get after paying for an expensive holiday or a spa treatment or, you know, do you not want that everlasting feeling or do you want that temporary feeling of feeling happy and just resorting to that to hide what you actually want to happen? Now, listen, we struggle with mental health issues and how you struggle is because we have unhealthy underlining factors those thoughts beliefs actions situations and circumstances that motivate unhealthy behavior and with that in mind is the reason we go for extra support we go for extra therapy and we have that extra helping hand now there are people that believe in therapy and there are people who don't you may be overly sensitive to criticism that a therapist may recommend or speak to you. Like I said, they may trigger you more. You know, if you are a rigid thinker, you might be resistant to making the appropriate behavioral changes because, you know, you don't agree with them. You know, a person, for example, who has issues with unrealistic expectations and impatience might believe therapy isn't helpful because he or she may think they can make much faster progress than what the therapist is trying to say to them so he'll happily he or she will happily quit therapy, therapy and believe it doesn't work there are so many underlying reasons as to why people don't go to therapy now let's paint the picture this way and this is how I explain it to my friends now say for example you've got Amanda and you've got Trevor for example and you've got this partnership that is a billion dollar company, a billion dollar household. They've got money stacked to the rooftops. They've got it all together, right? We all pursue money as a way to happiness, right? A kingdom to freedom. Money opens doors, right? Cool. So if Trevor and Amanda have all the money in the world, the holidays, the jet skis, jet skis over TFL, like they are living life and they need therapy. Now, if you were just an average person working an average nine to five, miserable as hell, nothing to show from it, you know, you've got enough to buy a meal deal, what is the difference? And you are offered therapy, why are you declining it? Why would it make you feel less than? And I've always made a switch to that. You know a lot of people don't like comparison and i totally understand that however my mindset is why are you thinking about what other people are saying i have always seen therapy as lavish and if you have an experience to enable to have that then go for it i've always seen the word therapy in rich households and you know people that are extremely wealthy and it should be like a, like a lottery ticket, basically. Only some can be invited to it, if that, if that makes sense to you guys. And I've always seen it in that light. So for being an average nine to five person who just works a normal job, why don't you want that ticket of freedom? Why don't you want that ticket of help, support? Not just with therapy, but with support lines, of your med, your GP, medical professionals... There are a lot of people that are struggling and that are suffering day-to-day life because they don't want to feel a certain way or look a certain way. And it's like, no. We are all humans, whether we have a lot of money, whether we have little, whether we have none, right? And I just feel like this stigma has to change, support is always available support is always there and the fact with therapy is that it is all confidential you know although you may feel good that you know this friend knows or that friend knows but the confide- the confidentiality isn't there you know they may tell their parents when they get home they may tell their friends when they get home in the circumstance of a therapist, they have no choice but to keep it sealed and that's between you and them. And I generally do feel like, especially if you're in the UK and you have the NHS there and they can offer you that without expense and you generally do need it, please go and do it. You know, talk therapy encourages open and honest conversations about issues that may cause you distress issues that may cause you to sleep at night or to eat or to want to go out or to want to put your foot into the world and want to be there you know through your relationship with your therapist you'll be able to work and identify and understand how these issues are infecting your life how they are impacting your life and I feel like Like I said, I was unfortunate to have... And I know I should be here and I'm not... And this is what I'm saying with Hermana's Club. We are not lying over here. Like, I'm not going to sit here and go, yes, I had a therapy. It was magical. It was amazing. It was a good time. Because we are all different. And we've all, you know, experienced life differently. And we've all gone through different transitions and, you know, in life. And I think that's one thing to put forward. I just feel like, please, if you are offered take it take it please I've had a lot of messages and I've had a lot of amazing emails from you guys speaking on therapy and in one of my episodes I did speak about you know hating it and I found a different tactic but like I said I wouldn't have learned about it if I didn't put my foot in the door now when you're extremely distressed it can be very hard to trust someone you don't know it can be but right now in my life where i'm just me again shall i say i'm ready to take that step and start speaking out and getting help and having that there now i want to just say You can have therapy for many different reasons in which I stated before. You could have therapy if you're someone like me that doesn't know how to handle, you know, coursework or uni or handle multiple jobs or to just balance the weight of life. Having someone that you can just speak to, is amazing. Having someone declutter your mind and to help you piece by piece what you may need help in, you know? Like I said, in my circumstances, you know, going through something that was distressing for me and upsetting for me, having a person that considered himself a therapist who just wanted to talk about the same thing a hundred times just wasn't helpful. However, I've had friends that's gone through therapy and their therapist wasn't like that. Their therapist was actually, come on, let's do this, you know, very motivating and, you know, got them through what they were going through. And that's how I thought I was going to get it. And obviously I didn't and a lot of the therapy in which i went through is why i am here studying to be my own therapist to help people and to actually give them the help in which you lot deserve growing being in your 20s i have to tell you is probably the most stressful time in one's life i know every day first challenges are all ages but i've always said this like I feel like in your 20s, you're generally trying to find out who you are as a person, what you want to be, what you want to accomplish. We have social media literally weighing us down and telling us we need to have a Lamborghini, a four bedroom house, five chihuahuas and a French bulldog. We need to have five businesses in our name. We need to have a mortgage and an ISA. Yeah, get an ISA, get an ISA. But apart from that, like it's so stressful and I just feel like the stress that is on our heads I think it's amazing that we do have influencers and I feel like if you are generally getting paid for something that you want to do in life then that is fantastic I'm not gonna put down anyone's hustle not at all but When you are someone that doesn't want that lifestyle and you are getting told that you need to be going to Jamaica every single weekend and take pictures for the world to see and if you don't do that, you're nothing. I am sorry, change the narrative. One thing about Herman's Club is that we are beyond raw. In the words of you guys, we are beyond raw and we say how it is. Mental health put first, always. Do not sell your soul for a Dior bag. Do not sell your soul for a couple of shoes because babes, it is not worth it. Once you sell your soul once, you can't sell it twice. You've got nothing else to sell, right? Let's be real about that. Once you sell your soul once, you cannot sell it twice. So once you've got all the freedom and luxuries on the first sell, how can you sell it again? What are you gonna do to keep getting that hit, to keep getting, it's an addiction. And it's things that people, I feel like when you are in a mental health team, you see social media not dipped in gold. You see it stripped back for what it is. When you're working in psychology, you see it differently. You see the addiction that these Instagram likes and posts are doing to people. They're selling your soul on a day-to-day basis and having nothing left to sell. You see it differently. With myself included, I think I literally removed like hundreds of people thousands or even on our own page because i just didn't want to be around that energy that come you know it's like people are almost competing with you you know and it's just i just didn't like it i just thought to myself everyone will have their turn when it comes but things do have a sell-by date things do expire you know it's just like trends blue shoes might be in style for two weeks and then it's going to be red ones again You know, we live in a generation where women put on one tank top and the same cargo shorts they've been wearing for the past six months and a pair of Jordans and stand in Tesco car park and automatically they're famous. I want nothing to do with the generation at all. And I am telling you for the fifth time, once you sell your soul once, you can sell it the second time because there is nothing else to sell. You will expire. Do not put yourself in this category and always put your mental health first, okay? Get that therapy, get that support and always talk to someone, right? One's experience may be different to your own, but you don't know until you try. And that is why I've put myself in this situation (laughs) where I'm like working like a dog because I want to be a therapist. I really, really... And I have to thank you guys for that because it was I've always put my mind to being a teacher, and then it changed to get the mental mental health qualifications. Then let's jump into counselling because you guys have really pushed me. And I have to thank you. You've all said thank you, you know, for podcasts and helping you. But you guys have really helped me. Don't get me emotional because I don't have eyelash glue in the studio, so don't do that. But um, I just want to say thank you. There is a lot of support out there a lot and it really upsets me when i hear some things that you know we are as humans are going through and it just shouldn't be a thing i feel like if you are in your 20s a lot of our listeners are and if you're not this goes for you as well you know it can be tricky you know life is difficult unfortunately we don't get a handbook when we're born of yep get to page 20 to find out how to handle this solution today we don't have that unfortunately And we are literally, as adults, winging it. We wing it every day. And I promise you, it will get better. I know it sounds really cliche, but it will. There's always a rainbow after the rain. And I just feel like you just have to do what makes you happy. And if it is going to H&M and spending £500, if it is going on city trips, if it is flying to Jamaica every weekend, whatever it is, you know, make yourself do it. Make yourself proud, then continue it. However, I feel... Find a longer-lasting solution. And if that is simple, just by having the phone call with your GP and saying, this is what I'm currently experiencing, I can't sleep every night, you know, I'm crying myself every night, I don't know what's going on, or I'm not eating as much, or I don't want to go out with my friends. And it could be things like that in which you may just turn a blank eye and think, oh, I'm fine, that's nothing. But it can lead to deeper mental health issues and mental health problems and I just feel the rise of the need of therapy, it's not a lie. Please speak out to your parents, to one of your close friends, to your teachers, your lecturers. There is always support available because I'm telling you, no one is perfect. Even them people you see that's jetting off every weekend and having that luxury lifestyle. Like I've just said, Amanda and Trevor's, they are all going through it as well. And if we can help get rid of the stigma of mental health issues, mental health disorder issues, and overall getting support generally, the world would be a better place. A lot of people are hurting inside and not speaking out. And this is what Hamanas Club is. And I've always been real to myself that I want you lot to come on here and take something from this. And that is what I'm here to do. But thank you always for listening. Love to you all. Have a blessed day. Besos.